Hey everybody, welcome to The Trench. My name is Christian, and today we're gonna to talk about how to survive the holidays. Well, Thursday is Thanksgiving, and I am definitely looking forward to celebrating the day. I'm pumped to eat more turkey and stuffing and gravy than I possibly can fit into my body, and then sleeping it all off. Whoa, whoa, time out. Didn't you just do an episode on fasting? <sighs> Shut up, past me. Thanksgiving is a wonderful day, as really are all the major holidays that we celebrate. They're great times to eat delicious food and to gather close to family. Of course, when it comes time to actually be with the family members, whether it's our parents or aunts or uncles or cousins, we're bound to get along with some of them better than the others. In fact, it makes sense, right? I mean, we get along with some people better than others in every other sphere of our life, so why not with family? Interestingly enough, however, it seems that that common decency or kindness that we have when we interact with strangers, friends, coworkers, may often fly out the window when we interact with our family members. We seem to be more comfortable with being rude and unkind to those in our family tree. And given this election cycle's particularly divisive and extremely incendiary nature, I imagine that this week and the rest of the holiday season, our interactions with our family members have the potential to enter entirely new levels of discord. After all, we've seen that when it comes to political opinions these days, even that common decency that we used to have with strangers flies out the window as well. As Christians, however, we need to resist this. We can disagree with people or even argue with or attack their ideas, but we can never attack people for having those ideas. But for some reason, with family members, it's way too easy to let our own beliefs and tempers fly out of control. This holiday season, then, it's especially important that we remember Father Thomas Hopko's 19th maxim on the Christian life. Be polite with everyone. First of all, family members. So this means that when we're sitting with Aunt Sally, who can't stop sharing her very strong feelings about the election that just so happened to directly oppose our own, we need to remember a couple things. First, Aunt Sally is made in the image after the likeness of God. Aunt Sally is an icon of Christ, and we have a responsibility to venerate that image. Christ doesn't only care for those that agree with us. He loves all people, and as Christians, we are to do the same. He tells us that we are to love our neighbors as we love ourselves, all the time, even, perhaps especially, when they make us uncomfortable. Second, Aunt Sally is someone who is in our lives for good. Our relationship with her is not worth winning an argument. And this is something that we need to recognize in every relationship that we have. Being right at all costs, even common kindness, is not worth it. Christ does not ask us to prove that we are right. He asks us to demonstrate our love by laying down our lives. Sometimes putting our egos to death means letting Aunt Sally say her piece. It really is a true act of asceticism and love to stay quiet instead of trying to justify ourselves in an argument. Of course, there may be some times when we need to stand up to Aunt Sally, like if she has become particularly demeaning toward another family member. In any case, we're called to protect the humanity of everyone present, ourselves, others, and even Aunt Sally. And the last thing to remember when it comes to relating with family members over the holidays is that it's really easy for them to relate to us based on ideas of who we are that were formulated largely when we were kids. As a result, we may actively resist these ideas, insisting that we've grown up. We may get frustrated that our family members don't see us correctly, that they still see us as kids. We might even get defensive and try to prove something about ourselves to another person. Well, here's the thing. Insisting that you've grown up and that nobody understands you, well, that kind of is childish. 
So instead of going into an interaction with a family member and trying to show them the new you, assume that they've changed too and that it's now your job to understand them. Egocentricity is a characteristic of children. Empathy and genuine interest in others, these are characteristics of adults. If you want your family members to see the new you, show it to them by being interested in the new them. By simply being polite and showing self-control with our words and actually listening to others, we can demonstrate a love that transcends petty arguments and oppositional views. Holidays can definitely be a stressful time, as it seems that our families can bring out the worst in us. But it is here that we are primarily called to interact with mercy and kindness as we seek to put on Christ by loving those closest to us. So join the fight, live orthodoxy, remember to like and subscribe, and join the rest of us inside the trench. And then sleeping it all off, really, as really are all the most of family. Decency we generally have with strangers, coworkers, or friends often flies out the window when we interact with our families.